Well, surprise, surprise. Sponsoring this week's episode of Staying Relevant is Magnum in celebration of the launch of their brand new Pleasure Pass. They're giving you access to festivals, gigs, and events for free, meaning you can enjoy truly unrestricted pleasure without having to worry about the cost. So this is a special episode all about pleasure. Sam, do it in the accent. Pleasure. All you need to do is search for Magnum Pleasure Pass for your chance to win. Plus, we're also going to be hearing from you about your best, worst, funniest, or most unbelievable festival moments. I've been put on a leash, so I've got to keep it PG, so we'll see how we're going to get on with that. Good luck to me. I will potentially be swearing, and if you don't like that, you're actually a massive Magnum fan, aren't you? I am, absolutely. Whenever you go to Sam's house, you can guarantee that he has a fridge full of raw mushroom and a freezer full of Magnum. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Isn't that actually how you got the Love Island job? Yeah, it is. Pretty much from sitting watching Love Island... With a Magnum. ...eating Magnum. Yeah. And here we are, full circle. Look at us now. So, this episode is going to be a little bit about some amazing stories from listeners about their experiences. But before we do that... We've had some interesting experiences. We have. And the thing is, we've asked you to give us your sort of best gigs, festival kind of stories. And first of all, I'd like to say, actually, this is very cool. We never normally do listener interaction. I've always wanted to, to be fair. I want to hear your stories. The weirder, the better. And now we get to do it. Well, normally the listener interaction is not good for you because a lot of our listeners aren't overly nice to you, are they? <laughs> no. <laughs> in, in the reviews. So this is going to be interesting. I mean, we've done some interesting things together. I think my favourite live thing that you did was topless pointing at Lewis Capaldi. Why were you topless? Because I told him when I interviewed him, because uh, as I said, he came in and been like, oh, you're the you can guy. I was like, fuck, he knows who I am. Yes, even though it's not the best meme to be known for. And uh, and I went, look, mate, if you if you look at me and point at me whilst you're singing, I'll take my shirt off and wave it around, not thinking he would. And he, uh, and he literally pointed at me and went, come on. And I went, hooray! and waved my shirt over my head and everyone went, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, whoa. It was, it was my first ever proper gig as well. And then I got someone to film me walking up on stage, which Pete then referenced, I think, and mugged me off on. Possibly one of my favourite things ever is Sam was preparing to walk on stage to introduce someone and had literally four lines. Next up is, uh, and then whoever it was, but you literally did it like you were about to do your, your own sellout tour. Yep, and I did. And because it went, welcoming to the stage, Sam Thompson. And everyone went, yes! And I came out. And I looked at the camera and was like, here he is. And I like, went on and was like, what's going on? And then I literally went, and it's Tom Grennan and then walked off stage again but we've had some uh, back in the day when we used to do PAs we had some fucking no, very... explain what a PA is quickly so oh, a no. PA is a uh, personal appearance uh, so used to do a lot of them in nightclubs I, I was known as PA Pete for a while yeah because I was very busy up and down the country and I've had some fucking wild wild experiences we've had fainters when I say we, I've yeah, had I fainters. Haven't. I haven't had fainters. I've had fainters, people. I actually remember doing one where a girl came up and um, she was a bit giddy and I think she was a bit drunk. And as I'm taking a picture with her, she started to faint and I didn't know what she was doing, so I just moved out of the way and let her drop. It didn't look great because there was an awful lot of people there fucking like videoing and it just looked like I'd sort of, I don't know what I'd done, so I just chinned her and she just dropped <laughs> <laughs> she just dropped so I didn't really know what to do and then everyone came rushing over and I felt a bit bad because I should have really caught her but I've never had that I've literally I've I, you know any sort of public appearances that I used to do was like to a half empty pop world 
I'd sort of like rock up Hot to Wolver- busy. Wolverhampton. Not for me. Wolverhampton. Sam Thompson's in the building. And then literally you'd have like Susan and Margaret be like, yeah. And that was literally it. And, uh, and I'd be like, well, okay, this is going to be a quick one. Talking of Susan and Margaret, I, I did one in the Isle of Wight once where I had three generations turn up, granddaughter, mother and grandmother. And who was the bigger fan? Uh, grandmother. She was a massive fan. I've come to see you, Pete. And because she's obviously good and I felt really bad, so I sat her down on the table and got absolutely hammered on tequila all night. We did that one in Dundee where everyone screamed and, and, and wished we were somewhere else. Yeah. And I never used to do mic work on PAs either because I remember doing it once. And uh, any questions for the crowd? Uh, and I was replacing someone that was on Hollyoaks, I think. This was very early on. And someone went, who the fuck are you and where's the other guy? <laughs> that was the first question. So I literally handed the microphone back and just walked off. That is so good. <laughs> who the fuck are you and where's the other guy? We had that when we went to Dundee. They were, where the fuck is Tommy? But that was more of a chant because it was a crowd getting involved. Yeah, it was a in full, yeah. And we were on stage at the time yeah. because it was Love Island theme party, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Because they were expecting people from Love Island. Tommy Fury. Yeah. So they had loads of inflatables. So you were in a rubber ring and I was holding an inflatable flamingo while everyone shouted where the fuck is Tommy and then you got the shits on the way home and had to shit in a bush I did wipe your ass with your sock do you know what I was, in, I was at a festival this is literally only two years ago we'd gone on this stag do it was sort of like Covid times so you couldn't like leave the country so we're like right we'll go to a festival instead and uh, so a guy had a stag do this festival and I can't really keep up they were all sending it till late in the well early morning and as I'm sort of like asleep I just like hear like thudding outside the tent because we're in these tents, right? And um, I'm not like a festival person, so I didn't really know what was going on. I just like was half asleep and just felt weight on me. And I was like, what the hell is that? And I sort of like woke up. I was like, oh, it's, it's raining. I was like, it's raining. This oh, guy no. was having a piss on the side of our tent and it literally was hitting me in the head. <laughs> I was like, that is so grim. So you I got just started. Pissed on. Yeah, I got a bit, no, but I didn't actually get it. So it was, it was on the other side of the tent, but it was so heavy. It was like hitting me in the head. I was like, ah, ah, ah. And I then started whacking the tent, but I, someone's in here. Sam really wanted to do Glastonbury this year. I did. We had I a really conversation wanted about to get it. people in. Um, but you wanted to do it all post though, didn't you? Yeah, I wanted to go, mate, I'm too old. I'll be too old to be shitting in a ditch. I can't do that anymore. No, not a chance. Yeah. I'm, you wouldn't do it. No, I wouldn't do it. That's my You would hate fit. it. Yeah, well, I'm not a massive fan of people, am I? Yeah. Um, you would hate, like, loud, large crowds, like, coming over. If Buckingham Palace was anything to go by, it would literally be carnage. Are we counting Buckingham Palace as a festival? No, but the point I'm making is, if, if you're going to get... Party at the palace. If you're going to get women... There was no alcohol. If you're going to get women running at you through the palace grounds, going, it's fucking sex on legs! What do you think you're going to get at a festival? I think we should go. So, do you you like live music, though? I love live music. Yeah, well, I, I do. I, I'm a fan. I, I'm rock on! <laughs> I do that. What a lot. was that? I say rock on a lot. Have you ever been? What's the best gig you've ever been to? Uh, the best gig I've ever been to probably Lewis Capaldi at Hits Live. So work. So work. So can I just confirm? Is that the only gig you've ever? That's been the only gig. I've been <laughs> okay. To? Yeah. All I'd right. love to go to more. Who would you like to see? Uh, if I could see any boy or Taylor Swift, I'm a Swifty. What? Yeah, I'd like. A, I'm a big Taylor. If Swift you could fan. see anyone, you'd see t- anyone in the world. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Yeah, well, right. She sells out arena tours. I don't even think that's that weird. Do you even listen to Taylor Swift? All the time, play on the radio. At work. <laughs> no, surely. If you could see any. Have you seen her performances? No. Mate, there's cowboy hats, there's like beads. Yeah, Dolly Parton has cowboy hats. You don't want to go and see her, do you? No, I don't want to see I her. would love to see Dolly Parton. Uh, uh, Harry Styles would be sick. I'd love to see Harry Styles. I really want to dislike Harry Styles, but I would really like to see him. Let me take you to a Taylor Swift comedy. You'll literally leave being like I'm a Swifty. 
Rock on! I don't think anyone at Taylor Swift concert does rock on. No, they don't, to be fair. Right, should we move on to... We've got some listeners who have told us some of their experiences. And they're really, really good, which makes me really happy, to be honest, because I knew our listeners were legends. This one's from Casey. What I don't understand about this, when I first saw it, I went, oh, Casey's a geezer. But then when I read on... It didn't make any sense. Pooed in a portaloo, didn't lock the door, had my play suit pulled to the side, hovering. I don't understand that. So is it a girl? So I imagine it went something like this. Pete's just doing it now, he's squatting. And that's pulling the play suit to the side. Oh, fuck it, that's a bit dangerous, isn't it? What if it, get ca- what if it catches in the, play- in the middle of the play suit? Is that how it works for the play suit, ladies? Yeah. Oh my God, do you not take it off? Do you just slide it to the side? Oh, mate, I've got to say, if you're ca- imagine if you catch it in there. You're absolutely done. That's your night over. Anyway, sorry. Had my play suit pulled to the side, hovering in brackets. As someone opened the door in front of a huge queue, a poo left my bottom. Everyone laughed. Everyone saw my bits. And my poo, apparently, haven't used the portal loo since. I have an amazingly huge issue with this, which is that my least favourite word in the world that I can't fucking stand and it makes me die inside every time anyone says it, is used so many times in this in this little sentence that I... Who? I fucking despise that word. Why? Why? I despise... It makes me genuinely want to crawl up into a little ball and die. It's a shit. <laughs> when I have kids, it's, do you want a little shit? I, there is, you've shit yourself again, haven't you? I can't use that word. It makes me... A child, Winnie the... Why is poo so bad? I, stop saying it. Well, what about poop? That's worse. <laughs> I just, I hate that fucking word. Do you know what I love about this? Is the enunciation and the eloquence. As someone opened the door in front of a huge queue, poo left my bottom. Everyone laughed. I just love that. Like, that's just such great storytelling there. The next person, Joe, won tickets to a Paul Weller gig in Newcastle. Oh! You know who Paul Weller is? No, not a clue. Didn't think you would. His VIP box, met him afterwards, and she vomited all over his brogues. <laughs> no way, what's a brogue? Come on. Don't pretend like we're all sort of like, I know it's like an old school saying, isn't it, a brogue? No, it's a shoe, it's a style of What? I thought it was a pair of trousers. What? I don't know. I've had the most sheltered life. How do you not know what I a thought they is? were suspenders that held up a pair of trousers? It's quite a smart show. I mean, all over. He was disgusted. Two words. Free bar. Love that at the end. Free bars are quite dangerous. I love a free bar. You've had some free bar experiences where you've been quite pissed, haven't you? Have I? Yeah. You want to bring up the boxing event, aren't you? Well, that was one time I got pissed once recently and got in an argument. We've discussed it on this podcast. Yeah, well, I'm just, do, do you tend to overdo it if it's a free bar? Yeah. Like weddings. Yeah, I get hammered at weddings. I'm a good invite to a wedding, by the way. If what makes you a good invite to a wedding? Because I dance. You're that guy at a wedding who takes his tie off and ties it around his head. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I take the bow tie the off and I put the bow tie around because it's really cool. Yeah. And then you like slide on your shoes like, and it wants together and loving life. I'm a great addition to a wedding. What do you think the um, the worst type of gig for you to go to would be? Mosh pitting. Like a, like a heavy metal gig? Don't push me around. Because I'll fucking nut you. See, I'd be all right in a mosh, like fucking flicking the hair and all that stuff. No, shit. no, no, no. When people run into you and punch yeah, like, you. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... that's. They start throwing their arms around. I've, I've never seen... They're like windmilling people. They're just getting lost in the music, mate. No, no, I'm sorry. They're just going in there because they're very aggravated individuals. They just want to fight. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, I don't think I'd be up for that. I think I'd absolutely lose my fuck. You'd lose your shit, mate. Yeah. Because you're not allowed. If you get a hit in a mosh pit, you've got to take it. 
Oh, fuck no, I'd, I'd be fucked. I've seen some videos of like people getting battered. And it's so funny because the guys have got their eyes shut. But once they once they make contact, they carry on. Like, they don't move. They stay there. You know when you go to like festivals and, and like big crowds of people and you go with your mates, the chances of staying with your mates are quite slim. Yeah. Alice, at Glastonbury this year, four of our best friends in the world, we went into it saying we would only stick together. I lost them within the first two hours and made new friends and spent the rest of the festival with them. That's something I feel like I would do, but I would purposely lose the people that I went with <laughs> to go and find new friends. Anyone buy the tequila section of the festival? Well, I don't tend to move when I go places. I like to find my spot and then I will own that spot and this is now my area. And then do you know what? Actually, that's a really good point. He does this a lot. He finds his spot, but it's like, a, it's like a black hole. Like everyone else is moving around talking to other people. So they all actually, what happens is as time goes by, it's like when we go, we revolve around the sun, like it gravity pulls you in because he is the one constant in that venue. And so like when you get a little bit tired or you're like, oh, I've spoken to quite a few, like everyone kind of goes towards the guy who's been sat in the same place for ages. And then actually Pete's corner becomes quite packed. It doesn't always happen. He'll start on his own with like, like maybe one person next to him. And then I'll float around and I'll like come back and he's got like a crowd of people and he's just still sat there like almost wondering why there's so many people around him party pete it's where the party's at mate a lot of people do that though and people do that when they're pissed as well you know like when cats go to die <laughs> yeah and they just wander off on their own to die alone yeah. that's what a cat does people do that when they're drunk so they, they get really really pissed and so they don't take a bar to anyone they just slowly just fuck off somewhere yeah and you'll just find them later on and they're pissed in a corner on yeah. their own because they know they don't want to do it in front of people you do that do i yeah you're 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 a dead cat drinker would you no, explain yourself? When have I ever been like that? Well, when you get, well, when we were in Marbella and you went home earlier on one of them nights and then slept outside your girlfriend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, because you didn't want to wake her up and you didn't want her to know how pissed you were or what time you got in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of I panicked, I lied to her. I lied to Zara. I've been out here for hours, I just didn't have a key. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hadn't, I just got back. It's fucking hell, it's like we actually read these. We didn't actually read these before. Now we've got a Taylor Swift one. Come on, Paddy. Yes, on, mate. Oh, I bet this is going to be wild, a Taylor Rock Swift fucking concert. Oh, Go on, then. So this from Paddy. I was trying to get Taylor Swift tickets to my girlfriend for her birthday, and I was in the online queue. I had to join a performance meeting with my manager, so I kept the browser up on my computer and did not expect to get through to buy tickets whilst on the call. It was an important meeting, but this was more important. I pretended my smoke alarm had gone off to quickly log off and call and buy tickets. Now, what I like about Paddy is given a fake name, clearly, because there is a chance he's just been rumbled for that. Yeah. His boss is going to be like, oh. oh. And Paddy sounds very much like a fake name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably a girl, to be honest, as well, who's gone, he's gone, do you know what? I'm going to have to go for a different sex here as well, just to really ham it up. Do you think that could have been Zara trying to buy you Taylor Swift tickets? No, Zara's not really a gigger. Is she not? No, she's not really a gigger. Do you listen to music at home? I do, yeah. She always tells me to like turn it down. two of you? Yeah. What do you listen to? <laughs> Radio. <laughs> you listen to yourself, don't you? Sometimes. Do you actually listen to yourself? I have been known to. You don't listen to your own fucking show. You've got to learn somehow, Pete. You don't. You've got to learn somehow, Peter. From Daisy. <laughs> oh, wow. I ripped my dress at a concert a few years ago, right up the back, so you could see my whole bum. <laughs> the only item I had with me to help was a bag for life, so I wore it like a nappy to hide the rips. What's a bag for life? Uh, you get them from, like... <laughs> <laughs> condom. No, is it Tesco that does the bag for life or Sainsbury's or... Oh, is it like the hemp bags? So they're a little bit weightier and they don't rip. Yeah, yeah, but they do rip and they last about a week and then you have to buy another bag for life. <laughs> have you ever worn a bag? No, I haven't actually, I don't think. To be honest, you're drawing attention. 
Just let let it be cracked. You know, let there be but a her hole. whole ass was out. Yeah, but it's fine. It's kind of jokes. Her whole ass was out. I've literally danced with my bollocks hanging out before. But that was on purpose because you got them out. Yeah, I always do it in front of Pete. I've got a particular pair of boxes that have a hole in them, and uh, and I sometimes and I. But so- it's right. If someone has a pair of boxes with a hole in, you get new ones and get rid of them. No, you don't I like continually it. wash them and continually just pop your bollock out of it. I know when he's veated because occasionally there are very wispy little blonde hairs that just hang out of his bollocks. But they're so comfortable. Do you know what? I feel like I should do a taste test of these bad bitches, though. So these are the true pleasure for the future, the Star Chaser Magnums. Okay, so there's two flavours. You've got Star Chaser and Sun. Oh, that is good. I'd just like to point out that this is only going to be available on audio. So I just took a bite. Yeah, so if you could explain to people what you're doing. So it's got popcorn-y, like, in it. Sam is currently um, sampling the Magnum. Oh, fabulous. Oh. Caramel and popcorn, is that right? Yeah, so good. Is it really good? I love Magnum anyway. But... Uh, if you could describe the sensation going on in your mouth right now. Caramelly, but you know what I always think about? I... Caramelly. Is that a technical term? Very caramelly. Caramelly. I do feel like sometimes ice creams can get it wrong, where they it's too pungent, and it's like, ah, oh, too, too pungent. This is it. This is the perfect blend of caramel. Perfect blend of caramel. Ice cream and chocolate. And how's the popcorn working out? Really nice. And now I know why it's called Star Chaser. Why? Hollywood. What? Popcorn. I imagine it's because people are going to the cinema to watch their favourite stars. I'm looking at the lady from Magnum, and she has no idea what you're talking about. Mm. But it's up to interpretation. You're a bit like a star chaser, actually, because you spend most of your life running after celebrities, don't you? Star Chaser is soft, thoughtful and mysterious. They move through the city gently and quietly, almost like a dancer. They are effortlessly cool. Who does that sound like? That's definitely not. Yeah, I was going to say, the cool bit. I was like, keep that in. Completely lost there. And this is the Sun Lover. The Sun Lover is bold and confident, painting the streets of their charisma wherever they go. Who does that sound like? That's more like me, to be fair. I feel like I'm the Sun Lover. Yeah, the problem I have, neither of them are much like you because one's effortlessly cool, that's not you, and the top one, mysterious, that's not you. There it is, you never know what I'm going to be doing next. No, that's unpredictable. Uh That's not mysterious. Uh And the top one is charisma, which I think you lack. That's a fucking lie. If anything, I have charisma. I walk into him and I'm literally like, what's going on, everybody? That's not charisma. That's just being loud. Yeah, I feel like the louder you are, the better you are. The loudest one in the room is the weakest one in the room. And that's why I'm why? most fine. I'm absolutely happy to admit it. They call me the cockroach. <laughs> I'm absolutely fine with it. I said that joke to you about three years ago and you use it non-stop about the cockroach. Or they call me the snail. No backbone, but a shell. So after hearing our listeners' stories, we can conclude that the staying relevant listeners really know how to have a good time. Whether you've had festival pleasures or failures, Magnum are here to sort you out with their pleasure pass and give you tickets to loads of gigs and festivals across the UK. All for free. Thank you again to our branded episode sponsor, the first one we've ever had, Magnum. What a brand to work with as well. I absolutely love them. If you know me, you know I do. They arranged a special bonus episode to celebrate the launch of their incredible limited edition pleasure pass which is giving thousands of Brits access to their favourite festivals, gigs and events for free. Just search Magnum Pleasure Pass for your chance to win. Plus, make sure to pick up Magnum's newest ice creams, Sun Lover and Star Chaser. Thanks again to Magnum, and I think we did quite well. Let us know in the reviews, actually, how this went. I don't think we can do begging for reviews every episode. Are you sure? Yes. No, I think we're fucking brilliant.
Insanity Group.